0: Well, I'm not a crook. It was an excellent day for an exercise. You are a meathead. My name is Jimmy Carter, and I'm running for president. Wow, my inaugural show. Welcome to it. I'm sitting here with my coffee. Getting ready to talk about the World Economic Forum. And you're like, okay, why would you talk about the World Economic Forum? Isn't this about Tradwife in the 1970s? And you would be right, this podcast is Tradwife in the 1970s. But guess when the World Economic Forum was first created? 1971. So we're going to talk about it. And the reason I want to talk about it is because it seems that the World Economic Forum is planning. Another lockdown, but a lockdown of a different kind, not a pandemic, but a cyber electrical lockdown. You know, it's going to get crazy. A cyber electrical lockdown. Just going to wait for that plane to pass. I've got a military base around here. Which I should probably move away from <laughs> but every once in a while you'll hear a plane fly overhead so I'll pause it when that happens and hopefully we won't get interrupted but yeah a cyber electrical lockdown and what do I mean by that well I'm gonna tell you about that once I get into the show but first because this is the inaugural episode and I'm starting off with something so dismal like the World Economic Forum but I think it's important but it's also important for you guys to know where to go to find the show and where to follow me on. So of course the website is www.make70sgreat.com and it's really, all the links are there, but it's really important to follow me on Twitter. Twitter, I'll probably do some Twitter spaces with a lot of guests on Twitter. I love it because people can come in and comment and join the conversation and that's a lot of fun and I hope you guys subscribe here on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast and show up on Twitter and talk Twitter spaces. All right. so you can go there. The website has all the links. My handle is make seventies great on Twitter. So do that. Also TikTok it's gonna be more fun videos on TikTok where either talk about 70s antique or trad wife little snippets but that's for the future. Today we are talking about the world economic forum. I recently was watching a video with Candice Owens and it was a little mini clip probably on her Instagram or YouTube, one of those reels. And she was talking about how the World Economic Forum is warning about like a cyber attack that's going to happen. It's inevitable. And whenever the World Economic Forum says something's inevitable, you know, that means they're planning it. That's what it means. They said the same thing about the coronavirus pandemic. They're also probably planning another pandemic. But this cyber attack thing is really interesting. And it's really important to look at because there's what they're saying is there's going to be a cyber attack on the Internet. And it's going to be this horrible bug that's so bad that they're going to in order to get it under control. The military they're just causing me grief this morning. They just wanted to fly around when I'm talking about the World Economic Forum. Oh dear. Okay, so let's let that jet go by, but because I want you to be able to hear what I'm saying, I'll probably clip this part out anyways. It doesn't really, really matter. So, but in order to get this virus under control, they're gonna have to shut down the power grid. So it's a lockdown of a different type. And if you look at their plans, They're they're strategic, right? So they, they present, just like David Icke says, problem, reaction, solution, the Hegelian dialect or whatever you want to call it. But they present a problem. They provide a solution that gives an outcome. But the reality is, is they present a problem that doesn't exist, that they're creating the problem. So you give them more power so they can lock you down and do a whole bunch of authoritarian rules so they can have the outcome they originally had planned. It's all pre-planned. So that's how it goes. Problem, reaction, solution, Hegelian dialect. Look it up. David Icke talks about it. I'm talking about it. And you should be warned because they may try to shut down entire power grids in order to, as they say, cleanse the internet. And I have no doubt many of you who are listening have heard of the World Economic Forum and may know a lot about it already. But you may not know that a lot of this shit, if I may be direct, I know it's not very wifely of me, but a lot of this shit goes back to the 70s and even before the 70s. This isn't new. This wasn't created yesterday. This has been going on since before I was even born. And it's sort of scary to have this realization that I've had to, over the past 10, 15 years, cleanse my brain of what I thought the world was about. Because I was born into this kind of mess of a plan of global domination. And if you go and look, it's so easy to find information on the world economic forum and what they're going to do but of course it was started by everyone's favorite creepy german accented villain klaus schwab you know the eatsy bugs you're going to own nothing and you will be happy happy being code for you will be enslaved that's what it means You will hear things about Klaus Schwab, like he's related to the Rothschilds, or he had a Nazi father. That's really possible, actually, that his father was a Nazi. It's it's actually highly possible. But you'll hear a lot of things, and you'll see a lot of media say, oh, fact-checked it, blah, blah, blah. And we know that the media lies. We know it's propaganda. We know we can't trust their fact-checks because we can see how much they lie. And only the people who are sleeping and just stare blindly at the TV. Believe the garbage, they're indoctrinated and they don't know they're in a cult. It's, it's so creepy because I used to be in that cult before when I was very liberal and I would have never promoted traditional life living, but I probably had this biological desire for it all my life. But what, you know, you can be taught and trained against your biology. It causes distress, it causes mental health issues, but you can be trained to do it. Anyways, all those things really it's irrelevant, whether he was a Nazi, whether whatever it was, it's irrelevant. And the reason in my perspective it's irrelevant is because what's important is what he's doing and the plan and and what he's stating and that you learn the sort of tricks that they do with language and how they trick you to think what they're doing is good for you when it's actually bad. A typical psychopathic, narcissistic behavior. But you can see in their wording how they're promising you a utopia. And it's literally worse. It's, it's, going, it's going to look nice and polished and cold because these corporations do. But it's going to be literally worse than a Jim Jones scenario. Because lots of people are going to starve and die because of the world economics Forum's plans. But let's go back. It's the 1970s. And Klaus Schwab is a lot younger, and he establishes the World Economic Forum, which he called the European Management Forum back in 1971, so it was Europe-focused. It was based in colony Canton of Geneva, Switzerland. And now I used to run a podcast on cults, and if you know anything about Switzerland and the banks, you'll know that Switzerland is a host to a lot of cults. So I find it ironic and kind of odd that he found it in Switzerland. There's over 10,000 active cults, some of them, you know, malignant, some of them more benign. But there's over 10,000 active cults in Switzerland this day. It's known for it. There's UFO cults. There's all, all sorts of crap happening in Switzerland. And that might be its neutrality and its, you know, Swiss bank thing might help, might be. More convenient. But, anyways, apparently, this foundation is funded by its thousand member companies. So, there's a thousand companies, and they're probably big ones, and they're all members of it. But what they have done over the years is they started a recruiting program for young people who are, you know, 30 to 40 to come in and be trained under the world economic forum and they mostly want people that they can implant in politics and this is how they've done it in a real quick sort of analysis of it from my perspective so they've trained these people and they've sent them out and dispersed them in all levels of politics over time and that's why they have this chokehold on all the laws in the government today because that's what they've been doing over the past oh i don't know 20 years maybe even longer so essentially the world economic forum is operating like a cult they get people in they make it look like they're learning all this great stuff for the future of humanity and really it's nefarious and the actions are nefarious but once you've been indoctrinated and told that you know trans are good mutilating children are good you know it's interesting how if you're more if you're not a sort of cranky personality who questions everything, you can be easily, easily indoctrinated into this stuff. No, no problem. But that's how they do it. They they And then they disperse people. And it's taken a long time for the World Economic Forum to get this much of a chokehold. But I can't think of anything more fascistic and Nazi-orientated than... This World Economic Forum that wants to shift everything to a global centralized power and control all of Western Europe, all of North America, Australia, and they want more. That's not good enough. They want they want it to, to get Russia in this, but now Russia is their big villain bad guy. That's what they always have to have. They always have to position this narrative. That's why they're doing this. So originally, the World Economic Forum was not called the World Economic Forum. It was first named the European Management Forum. So it started out as a European thing. And then, of course, it's expanded as authoritarian psychopaths do. They want to take over everything because they're fucking crazy. And he originally had 450 executives from Western European firms to the first symposium, which he held in Davos. And they've always held it in Davos ever since. He wanted to introduce Europeans to American management practices. So that tells you that he's founded this in Europe, but it has an American root. And I'd have to say that that's incredibly devious because it's not not very American. Although they, they say it's American business practices. It's like corporate financial banking practices. And what he's done is taking this and he's actually transformed Europe and destroyed and destroying a lot of European cultures while he's doing this. It's, it's, it's atrocious and it's evil because you can do banking practices without destroying culture. Like God forbid that that should happen. You have to brainwash everybody to accept some kind of global... Hippy Dippy Utopia, as if that's going to make them happier. I and mean, you'll convince them, and they, they've convinced so many people. Hasn't had to actually roll out any army tanks or physically invade any country like, say, Hitler might have done. He's done it all through this cult like organization. It, it's disturbing because you think, well, these are institutions, they're not a cult, they're there to serve their customers. Well, Cults always present themselves that way at first as well. And they're presenting it as an economic opportunity. But slowly, obviously, this has become something where it's about enslaving people and controlling every financial movement that they make. And that's the problem with a globalist system, is the bigger the system gets, the more centralized the power gets. Like in the case of World Economic Forum, where everybody is not represented, nobody's elected by the people... Because it's a business, you see, they, and, and they that's how they've done it. This is a business model, so they don't get elected, and then they infiltrate themselves into the government. So these government officials start making their actions on behalf of the corporations and the banks and not the people. This is, we. It's already happened. We've already been taken over. It's too late for that. I don't know if we're going to go through it. I'm just a little trad wife here, but... Or if we're going to defeat it. But if you don't want to be eating bugs, have your cars taken away from you, only be allowed to walk around in a 15-minute creepy, gross city that's like a commie little box that you're living in, you might want to start thinking about what they're doing. You know, when I worked jobs, because I have worked in businesses, I haven't always been the trad wife, guys, come on. I would explain this to people, and they would be like, Uh, what? I, I just want to go um, eat my lunch and watch American Idol. Um, It's hard to get it through to people. They can see how somebody else lives in a tyranny, like North Korea, but they can't see how they live in it. They can't see how they live in a controlled system. And it's so... It's been... <laughs> I mean, what we're up against is really colossal. It's like leviathan like it's 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 so colossal because it's in every element and every system, and it supplies all our food, the banking, the money, our entertainment like to rebuild that these these guys have been doing this since nineteen seventy one and they are not just based off of they just just start there there's there's elements preceding nineteen seventy one which I'm not going to get into that helped Klaus Schwab found this in 1971. So a lot of this crazy stuff has been going on for hundreds and hundreds maybe of years. And certainly since post World War II, there's been some crazy devious plans with having, you know, like what was it? Project Paperclip or having Nazis working in NASA and infiltrating all the great scientific scientific minds from Germany you know they they scoop those guys up you know it's like the victors scooping up the um this the goods that were left over but what we also have to understand is usually the person funding one side of the war is funding the other side So you have to wonder in this whole schematic if people who are funding like NATO and the World Economic Forum, if they're not, they weren't also giving money to China or if it's China or if it's, you know, it's this creepy web and none of it is true. None of it's about truth, love, family, God, patriotism, honesty. It's just such insanity to realize how infiltrated this is and that it started in this in the nineteen seventy, nineteen seventy-one, 1971 i believe it wasn't until the 80s like 87 or something like that that the world economic forum that that actual name got created they they decided okay europe's not enough we must go for the world <laughs> he really is like a fucking bond villain It it's so insane but the organization of the World Economic Forum is kind of impressive because it covers a lot of different elements in society that are really important so that you don't just have corporations showing up at the World Economic Forum. They bring together of course the chief executives from the thousand member companies that are involved in this, politicians, representatives from academia, so the universities are engulfed in this, NGOs, religious leaders, and, of course, the media. And they all hoard in on Davos. So they've covered every element of life. And really, if you wanted to counter it, you, you'd have to look at how well organized they are with this over the past 50 years or so, 52 years, I guess you could say. And they cover, these are obviously major elements in our, our life, the business. The politicians, academia, schooling, education, the media, you know, they've they've covered it all. NGOs are basically, of course, non-governmental organizations, probably like humanitarianism, nonprofits, stuff like that. But they cover all these elements that they know are important to society. And the the, the biggest thing that we're up against with this creepy crazy thing from the 1970s is that we're not as well organized but their big error was Donald Trump and I'm an independent so I'm not telling anybody out there that you have to be pro-Trump or this or that but because Donald Trump probably has his own little deep state organization that supports him but they're more pro-America and that's why voters want him because they're not world, they're not this globalist crazy, because we know once we go global, we're going to lose any say, any, you know, voting's just not even going to matter anymore. And it's, it's, they've already corrupted voting, and they're making it look like we're voting for something when we're not, they've already got it fixed. And you know, all that because they're in control of the media and everything, the media is going to lie, they're not going to tell you the truth about election interference. And by the time we research and investigate all these interferences, by the time it comes out, you know, it's two or three years, their term's almost over. And then they do it again. It's so insane. And that's the web of confusion that the media represents, the story and the narratives and the crazy stuff. we, We can go on forever. But like I was saying, they get all these people, these key people. And what interfered was Donald Trump, of course. And he set their plans back when he was in for four years. But they created hell on earth for him. On purpose. They were all, I mean, what he's up against is a, ma- is a mammoth. It's a giant. It's, it's crazy. And that's why Americans still support him. Because I think the people who do support him fully understand what's going on. Or at least partially understand what's happening with this global, you know, crap. It was because Trump got in. He's sort of like a little wrench in their plans of globalism that they've been planning since since the 70s. And they had to rush things. So they were, they were moving at a pace where nobody noticed. We're little lobsters. We're in the pot. And we're, you know, it's getting a little warm. We're like, ooh, it's getting a little warm in here. But I don't know. But once they had Trump came in and they had to push things, people who were partially awake, or maybe even not, just noticed something was wrong really fast. So because they had to push their plans at a rapid pace, because Trump represented this little monkey wrench in there, it became noticeable that something was deadly wrong. And this critical error, instead of saying, okay, we're going to change our plans, push them up a couple of years, probably because that would cost them a lot of money. They were willing to sacrifice anything, people's lives, businesses, businesses. Economies, and then this was part of the plan, anyways. They were gonna roll it out whether Trump was there or not, and they knew how they could do it because they have enough people appointed in political positions and district attorneys. Soros has has them all over the place, and all these people are connected. That you know, they're all talking. They all go to these little forums and meetings in Davos. They push that really fast, and they love to push the the Russian narrative that Russia's bad. Now, Russia and the USSR used to be involved in this World Economic Forum, but Putin has pulled away from it when they re- re- he realized that Russia, sort of, s- their sovereignty is at stake with this, and that they would be required to have tons of immigrants. And t- I mean, this World Economic Forum, this global thing, presents tons of problems. And if you go back in history, World War One, World War Two, any kind of war, they're always dividing things up dividing lines, putting borders, shuffling people here and there and they they create this chaos because to them they're psychopaths. It's just moving stuff along. They don't have to go through the horrors of letting mass immigrants in undocumented where there's going to be crime and problems with um a flux of people. They don't have to experience that. They don't care. They don't care about that nuance, and neither do the people that vote for them, because the people that support them and the population, they're brainwashed with this. "Love is love. It's mean not to do this. Oh, They're, they're brainwashed. And so they they won't start waking up probably until it's too late, and they're experiencing the real horrors of how they're shuffling around people in open up borders. And they had to push this real quickly, but Russia has been planning for the oh God, over 10 years. Because I think they've known this is coming because NATO, which is all, NATO is going to be connected to the World Economic Forum. They're all connected because the politicians control the military, control this, control that. They're moving. They've always been moving on Russia. They've always been expanding and to more and more countries and setting up, you know, a different military uh, all along the border, which threatens Russia. And so Putin's kind of the biggest wrench. In their little uh crazy. He really is. And he has been planning for this for ten years plus. Because the World Economic Forum is highly based on an American banking, business, corporate, executive sort of model. Um, and it's a colonialistic model. They're colonialists, trust me. This is an extension of colonialism because they want to take over globally. Because it's based on that, they think and, and it's worked so well in the past because no other country has been prepared that they've, you know, gone after. And America goes after a lot of countries if they try to have their own and not use the U.S. dollar, if they try to have their own duly electing a politician and it's like totally legit and they will go and sabotage that. They've been used to doing that and getting away with it, like in Libya, you know, Syria, they, you know, they've been used it, even in Ukraine, they've been used to being able to get their way get somebody in there. And that's what they were probably plotting with Russia. They've been plotting to overthrow Putin and put somebody in there that's going to represent the World Economic Forum and NATO and all of this globalist stuff so that they can take over Russia. And Putin knew this. He's KGB. He's not stupid. And so for all the problems that we have, America is probably more evil than Russia. We just don't know it cuz we are blinded by a false reality of America that the media keeps presenting to us and so he's been planning for this and I think the biggest mistake that these globalists make is they think the the banking system, the fiat currency, all that stuff is king and they can do all these sanctions and they can just roll this out and it will devastate and it has devastated but they've also had to go and embalm countries to devastate them and they couldn't do that to Russia this is a reminder why foundations are so important, and traditionalism is so important and so powerful because they figured they would get them on a banking issue like they or like um uh, basically putting sanctions on them that would cripple them and ruin their economy. but it's done the reverse, and it's because they've had to roll things out so quickly, like you've seen oh Biden pull out of Afghanistan so fast, so you see it, because the faster they move. The more mistakes they make, the more it shows up and we're forgetting a lot because we live in this posh, well, I wouldn't say posh, we live in a technologically ran society where we're forgetting that, you know, because we want to do away with oil and we want to go green and there's, it's a cult. They have this vegan hippie, like, it's just like Hitler had the same shit going on with the vegan stuff. I mean, it it replicates that so well, but their, their propagandas are really good, better than Hitler's, better than Hitler's because they make themselves look peaceful, but they're caught up in this anti-oil, green, da-da-da, and they're disconnected with the reality that we depend on oil. We depend on these things. And, And Putin, being Russian, he's probably russians are pretty blunt and they are pragmatic and he knows that we need oil we need all these substances and food and wheat and crops and we need to keep that going to have a healthy population he understands that he also understands the importance of the russian civilization he also understands the importance of uh you know, religion and family so you can grow children. But we've got this these crazies in charge at the World Economic Forum. It's almost like a Frankenstein lab where they think the future is babies in a pod, get rid of lots of population, you know, kill most people, vaccinate the shit out of everyone. And it's always tech, tech, tech and AI. That's a dystopian nightmare fucking future. It's it's pure dystopian. And I think they've made a, a massive miscalculation on Putin. and. They've made a massive miscalculation on the importance of fuel, food, and how it's still a predominant key in our life. And they're trying to cut it down and take away from us and put us in almost like this sort of neo feudalistic crazy world. And I don't think they understand that weakens their population, that weakens their morale, that's going to weaken their military. All this stuff they're doing to weaken the West feminized men. Everything has weakened them in fighting Russia, and that's why I think Russia is coming out on top. The only thing they have really is to keep funding this, go into debt, further decline and destroy our economy. They're gonna just—they're already. The World Economic Forum is on a fringe. Let me tell you, Putin's really giving it to them, and they're they're going to destroy everything and weaken everything and leave Putin stronger. He's already got—he's got icebreakers up there in the north going for you know more resources. They they've used so much propaganda, global warming the amount that we believed from these newspapers is crazy. I don't think anyone in any time this has been such a massive hypnosis on the people. And and the people who were b- alive before this or most of them are dying now. The new generations are completely clueless gen 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 z they're they're literally this is so nazi too like you're supposed to go to school and learn read and write and arithmetic and maybe a little history they're actually making them activists and and brainwashing them with tranny shit if you go look at our wonderful eats the bugs 1970s founding world economic foreign loving klaus schwab there's pictures of him out there and he's got some kinky weird sex crap going on dressed up in little frills and girly stuff it wouldn't surprise me if a huge amount of people up in the elites are like weird tranny businessmen and they're pushing this so they can morally, you know, it, it gets into crazy place. It gets into a total crazy place where it's like, you know, preying on children, making sex with minors, you know, legal so they can have whatever they want. And it just demoralizes. And the Bible has warned about this. Now, I am no biblical scholar. I don't really even well know the tenements of Catholicism because I was raised in a very liberal household where it was really I would say dysfunctional and yeah the the, the bible it's not that the Bible predicts this, and it's like oh it's this is the laws of life when this stuff happens, you get a decline and you get things that fall apart, and you get what they call Sodom and Gomorrah. They're warning you because this is tried and true. This is what happens to societies. This is how they fall apart, and it happens over and over again. They're not warning you because it's some magical woo-woo sky god. They're literally setting out solid foundations, and how societies crumble, and it went, and how societies become immoral, and it, accepting it. When you see all these pride parades out there, you know that if you compare, even if you go back, if you go to the 70s, and this is why I'm doing this podcast as well. Here comes another jet, guys. It's flying over. Let's take a pause. Love, got to love the military flying around. Where where, where does a woman have to go to record a podcast where a jet doesn't fly overhead every 10 minutes when it's her time to record a podcast? I don't know. If you do, let me know. <laughs> but we can easily define that the world economic forum is anti-tradition and it's against everything that really holds true to humanity and how people prosper and what makes us happy and it's infiltrated everything it's infiltrated all religions it's definitely infiltrated the catholic church the anglican church it's done so and it's pushing woke and i know people will say you don't know the definition of woke. No one can define woke. What I would define woke as, very simply, is it's this, it is tied to Marxism. And you can't just leave it at that, you have to kind of expand on that, is that what wokeism aims to do is it points out that we have this horrible patriarchal society that's been, you know, you know, harnessed by white men, when you look at the World Economic Forum, (laughs) that can be quite convincing. However, what it it spells out is that we've got to rearrange all of this, you know, hierarchy where all these white superior men have, you know, based everything and, and created everything against the minority. So we have to restructure everything. So we have to take apart the whole culture. We have to take apart the whole hierarchy of power. And we have to reorganize it. And this is what woke establishes to do. And it's woke is just a street term. And we can identify things that we think are woke, but we can't explain it. So it's, it's reorganizing the whole structure. And it's organizing it based on the concept that minorities and people of, you know, with, I guess you could call it elements that make them, a sort of—I uh, I don't know if you want to call it a victim or just a minority group—they should be given preference over white people. <clears throat> but it's—it's—and—and—and and, and that a certain amount of power should be handed out to those to make up for our sins of the past. It's very religious in nature, actually. It should be made ma- handed out to. The minorities, whether it's a female, a trans, someone of color, someone who has been a slave. And it it should award that out based on those elements alone. But it's an inappropriate narrative. It's dead wrong. It's, it's not entirely true. Is it entirely true that black people are slaves? Yeah, it is. But everyone in this world have always been a slave. And the falsity of it is is that it says it's white people versus all these minorities. But actually in the world, white people are actually a minority. If you wanna go global, if we're gonna talk global, white people are a minority right now. The truth isn't that it's white people against class. The truth is it's a ruling elite against the low populations. And they use this stuff to make us fight. So now we can say, well, you're white. And I'm a repressed, whatever. And it's your fault. And the poor white guy is just like, dude, I'm just trying to work and pay my bills. It's a false narrative. It's not true. And the West has become a place because it was bound on freedom and rights where we award people and that was our purpose is to award people positions based on merit and their ability to do the job. You wouldn't do it based on color, gender, none of those things because that it's unfair. So the way they've restructured it is actually incredibly racist because they want to award it based on gender, color, and then they actually unknowingly, or maybe knowingly, become racist against other people. When if you just award it on merit alone, that eliminates all that. So it's a, it's a false merit. That's really what wokeism is. I described it pretty good that they're rearranging society and awarding things based on how sick you are, how mentally ill you are, are you trans, are you gay, are you a lesbian, are you black, are you brown? I mean, and the more of those labels you can attach to yourself, the more positions of power that you get. And we know the World Economic Forum supports this, BlackRock is probably rolling this out, you know, with the ESG and the, you know, you know the equity inclusion and diversity eid those things we know they're all rolling them out it's all it's all one planned garbage but what they do is they cause in their little fantasy mind this works but in reality it doesn't work because what you end up getting is incompetent people who cannot do the job who base merit on how debauched they are how disabled they are And you weaken your country and I think the idea is to weaken America so that they can take over and take all our rights but I don't think this works out for them in the end and it's at the cost to us the poorest will feel this first the poorest of the poor will get hit the worst first that's the irony this is so against the poor it's insane because Everything gets really expensive. They're they're collapsing things. They're collapsing the economy. The, the US dollar is fucked up. Like, And I think this is all by design and plan. China might even be in on this as well. But you leave your country weakened. But now you have a generation of people that are fucked up. And weak. And crazy. And a mental illness where they want to be mentally ill. Because they think it's a virtue to be... A trend. they think all these negative aspects are virtuous and they're gonna leave their little world economic global utopia as a fucked up haven i'm I'm telling you they are and us patriotic traditional people hopefully we're still around and we are making our kids effective and efficient and hopefully they don't march in and try to kill us all because that's another thing you have to look at that's what they do They they kill, they'll kill the weakest and then they'll kill their threats. But hopefully we're able to create something. I know people like Jordan Peterson are trying to create alternates, but they've got a lot of catching up to do. But hopefully this system, because it's basing and it's, it's, it's awarding because they have so much money that they can pour into it. But you know what? Things collapse pretty fast when you deprave this society. And so hopefully we who are strong can hold out so that we can rebuild something. Or we can have some kind of system that's sitting there competent, that awards people who work hard, who are competent people. It doesn't have these rules like, well, we can't fire that crazy person because they are a trans person who identifies as disabled, who is a queer, lesbian, non-gender, cis, blah, you know, they're just like those kind of people. They, They won't get rid of these people who cause problems, who are ineffective, who create all sorts of chaos I've seen it in companies I've worked in where they won't get rid of the narcissistic crazies who steal who do all this stuff because they could be sued they'd be called racist they could be called you know not equity it doesn't this equity crap doesn't get to the basis the world economic forum they don't identify appropriately how human behavior it's all non-scientific and it's invaded everything And I told you what woke is. I'm surprised that, you know, politicians can't describe it. They should really be able to describe what's happening so they can understand the bigger picture. And then then they can understand how incompetent the World Economic Forum is making our society. They really can. I can't believe that I've been able to meander. I mean, I could go in a whole bunch of different directions. So it's, where does it end? I, I think it eventually ends up in collapse. Of the World Economic Forum. I think Russia and China will be stronger. It wouldn't. What's really crazy, the craziest about all of this, so the craziest thing about all of this is that this is so USSR. And it's probably why the USSR was originally involved in this. But a lot of this has come out of countries like Russia that were formerly the USSR. A lot of this ideology is Marxist, it's communist. And it's succeeded, but Russia didn't last. And Vladimir Putin says this about, you know, the World Economic Forum and their ideologies. It doesn't work. It doesn't last. Your country breaks down. You have a pathetic population. You don't have a thriving economy. You just have mentally ill people wandering around trying to chop their dicks off. Like, you know, it doesn't work. Apparently another jet flying over does. and Another one swooping down. My God. (laughs) okay it it doesn't work and I don't think the World Economic Forum will work either they'll hold on to power but if the base of the pyramid that these elites stand on is eroding the pyramid gets smaller and it breaks apart and it no longer works and they're doing so at their own demise when we have creepy rulers like Justin Trudeau who have all been brainwashed and manipulated? He's been brainwashed, and he can't do any other narrative. He's locked in. It gives him his money. But if you have a pathetic population full of crime and debauched people running around, and there's no morals, it's not good. It's like if if you were if it was the other way around, where you had a population that was so rigid, no one was allowed to do anything unChristlike. If you had a population that was so re- rigid religiously. And, you know, people got murdered just for having sexual thoughts. That wouldn't work either. You know, this, you have to have a nice medium flex in the, in the middle to make a healthy population. Unfortunately, I think over time, once places like the World Economic Forum take over and people, you know, these psychopaths are attracted to these positions. They, they hire, they look for people in these universities that are psychos. They don't look for the honest, good, hardworking. They look for the psychos like themselves who are going to carry out these devious plots like the World Economic Forum has planned. So born in the 1970s, here to destroy us in still in 2023, you can go on, I mean, you can go right in Wikipedia and look at every year they have like, listed what their uh goals were what the topics were and you go back to 2012 2011 and you can see the twisted propaganda that they've been planning over the past just 10 years so i'm not going to go through everyone i'm going to read you the topics of each forum meeting that they've had in davos since 20 Let's just do 2010. But it's all post-crisis, post-global world, rethink, redesign, made in a positive thing, like change. Well, it's not always good. And traditionalists know that. So 2010, the topic was improve the state of the world, rethink, redesign, rebuild. 2011, shared norms for the new reality. 2012, the great transformation, shaping new models. 2013, resilient dynamism. Dy- I can't say that word sorry dynamism it's weird I thought it was dynam anyways I can't say that word apparently I need to practice 2014 the reshaping of the world consequences for society politics and business <laughs> yeah we're, 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 we're feeling the consequences right now of these jackasses 2015 new global context 2016 mastering the fourth industrial revolution 2017 responsive and responsible leadership 2018 creating a shared future in a fractured world a world they fucking fractured by the way 2019 globalization 4.0 shaping a global architecture in the age of the fourth industrial revolution they mean tech they mean tech 2020 stakeholders for a cohesive and sustainable world and this this is what this cohesive sustainable stakeholder stuff i bet you that's how they get people brainwashed into doing these esg crap 2021 was cancelled because of covid all oh, um which i don't they probably had a secret zoom meeting or whatever 2022 was history at a turning point government policies and business strategies in 2023 co- cooperation in a fragmented world basically get along with what we're doing or else i've worked in um, corporations i've worked in banking for a very brief period of time what i saw was really disturbing and one of the things i noticed was the company culture and they do these slideshows and they think they're so clever and these slideshows will always say we have to do this and we have to do that and they'll present things in this real positive way and that's what the World Economic Forum does. And really underneath all of that is devious, underhanded dealings, big Ponzi schemes. And like I worked for um, a financial group. I won't say the name because I don't want them to sue me. And they they fucked me over so bad. They were, you know, they would say, you have to have balance. You have to work. You have to exercise. You have to heal your mind. But they were pushing you through unhealthy Workaholic practices, and you know, trying to get all your contacts and keep all your information. And they were like, and, and you were none of them were exercising. There were so many alcoholic and drug addicts in the company, they were so abusive towards me, they were so manipulative. There were so many narcissists, it was insane. And I can imagine that up in the elite echelons where they have so much money that. You know, and they roll out these fantasy little narratives in their little fantasy world, and they have no connection with real raw people in reality, and they don't care to because we're just bugs to move around. This is this is something that's been going on for a long time. It's always happened within history when you get these crazy rulers who have no idea what reality is, whether it's Hitler, whether it's... Um, Someone from the World Economic Forum or Mussolini or some crazy South, you know, American despot. They have no connection. They have a fantasy narrative. And that narrative always collapses over time. It's not sustainable. But unfortunately, it's us, the traditionalists, the people who believe in family, faith, freedom, that suffer the most. And the poorest that suffer the most For on the whims of these psychopaths. I don't know the solution to it, I can't give you the solution, but resistance and being aware of what's happening. Um, I think these psychopaths have always been through all of culture and they get in there but they don't last. This this has been, <laughs> I shouldn't say they don't last, they, they do obviously last and they keep coming back but their plots don't last and unfortunately it's at our peril most but hopefully they face a massive consequence um the good news is that nato world economic forum you know the democrats in in america have done a major miscalculation like i said against russia and they're construing a lying narrative and it's not really working out for them you know it's, it's not at all and I think the healthiest way that we can go is from promote, like I said, family, faith. Um, so where does Klaus Schwab's 1971 utopian dream hellhole end up? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But if you go back to the 1970s, the wonderful decade that I like to talk about, you can see the birth of a lot of this stuff and a lot of the societal changes happening there. And this is the consequence here in 2023. Uh, facing lockdowns pandemics cyber attacks uh have a generator have supplies stocked up reasonably and just be aware that they are probably planning more lockdowns more restrictions cutting off power anything they can do to fuck with us and we've got to be aware of it awareness of their plans is part of the psychological preparation that you have to do and um No, it won't. It's in the big scheme, it won't work. And that's all I can say. Just weakens us. And even if they want it to be a global power, it still weakens us. And um, God bless everybody. I'm going to sign out. Tune in next week. I'm going to be talking about narcissists, narcissistic exes, and some of the crazy tactics. I'm going to show you guys some video clips and we'll have fun with that. Take care. Make 70s Great. Remember, go to the website, www.make70sgreat.com. Follow me on Twitter. We've got TikTok. Then I'm going to have some mini video clips coming up. Um, We've got the podcast. It's available on all platforms. Um, I'm pushing Spotify on the website, but you can find us anywhere. iTunes, Deezer, you know, whatever is your preference. And of course, follow me on Twitter at Make 70s Great. We will see you next week. Cheers, everybody.